here's the thing. Sometimes the pod's made and we do like, we gather a few up at one shot and then release them. Mm. And then there's the ones that we make and we're like, I don't know if I like that. You suck in that. Yeah, we Shut up. I don't suck that bad. We do have we, we do have some you suck at that and have never been released. So that's why we don't give dates because we don't know if it's really going to suck or not. Well, you don't know. You really don't. You don't know when like when a guest comes on. Like we got some more guests that want to come on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's a ha- we should give these guys and gals out there a little clue when you come on the show. First off. Like Johnny Acid used to say, don't be boring. I mean, that's true. You know, just like some people, they'll rehearse. Just come on and be natural. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's seriously, it's so much better when you speak from the art. Like how much rehearsing do we do? None. Zero zilch. Unless you tell me not to say certain things or, Ruthann, you cannot take a drink in the middle of talking Yeah, like because it goes, right. and no one wants to hear that. <laughs> well, nobody, you know what I hate? Slurping sounds. <laughs> Lip smacking, all that stupid stuff. So, and then that's a lot actually harder on editing. So, when a guest is via telephone and they, you know, have a dog in the background, we had a guest on here one time. We've actually we've had several guests that were on, and the one guest we love the guy a lot. You know, he's been talked about quite a bit on the show, but he finally was a guest the one time, and what did he do? He came on, and the dog in the background is bark, 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 bark. It's like dog barking, TV in the background. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. He's like, I have no control over that. I'm like, Ew, leave oh. the area. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. You don't have to shoot the dog. We actually had, remember the one person that we had that because he had animals or something, he literally drove to a different area. And like, remember that? I don't know, did he do it just to get away from the dog or what? It, he, at reception, everything. It's like, I where I live, it's not the greatest, so I'm going to drive down the street. And he drove down by like an overpass or something like that. I remember him saying that. Oh, I think that was like uh, part of the the mafia guys, or what were they called? The band, the bandits. I think one of those guys did that. But it, it's The here. mafia guys? Oh, whatever, you know. Just <laughs> Sorry, Sancho. <laughs> Sancho, you're a mafia guy. So... Um, anyways, so there's so much to talk about. Going back to this for one second, if you're going to be a guest on the show, you know, come on, always, one of the rules is be in a quiet room, no dogs, no kids, no heavy breathing, no coughing, no lip smacking. And if, and like, we like to run like a little sound check. If your headsets, you know, got back feed or it doesn't sound right, then we'll go ahead and ask you to take it off. But other than that, you know, feel free to just be yourself. That's always the best interviews are when you are yourself. So we had a guy ask if he can come on the pod the other day, send us a picture of a marmon, an old marmon. I'm like, sure, you can come on. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, that's just advice. So anyways, we got some things we want to talk about today. Guess one of the things that I'd like to talk about. I mean this sincerely. Wait, what do you want to do? A, a commercial first? No, no, you just said guess one of those things I want to talk about, and I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah. That right. was my thinking face. Yeah. Hmm. So one of the things I'd like to talk about today after this commercial break, how about that? Okay. How about how about <laughs> how about we uh mention our, our friends over in Texas? NCI. NCI National Carriers. 888-311-7076. Now listen, if you're a truck driver, that's graduating from a school soon. I mean this sincerely. 
one of the best companies that you can go to. These people have such an, a great program. You'll never haul broker freight. You'll never touch a load. They have nothing but the best equipment. They have, it's a training program, 7,500 miles, and then you get your own truck. Um, First-year drivers make above the average. And I'll be honest, the program that they have, they have tuition reimbursement. They have um, all kind of perks that go with this job. You don't touch the freight, right? It's zero. See? And it's one of the it's only companies. Yeah, <laughs> one of the only companies that average. So some of these companies will say 95, 98% no touch. I, I, I've driven for many years, and you get with these companies, and 2 to 5% seems to happen a lot more than you think it does. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you got to break down a pallet. Okay, you got to count a load. Okay, they want you to pull stuff off. Okay, there's a floor load. Blah, blah, blah. You're in there for five hours busting freight down. With NCI, National Carriers, you don't do that. Call them, 888-311-7076. Also, they're looking for experienced drivers and lease drivers. Give them a call. They have lots of special runs, too. Spe- they got... The elite. Yeah, you know. they got a lot of stuff. Elite, regional, you name it, they got it. Exactly. 888-311-7076. Okay, here's what I want to talk about today. Okay. Wow. Something I forgot about, I've been hearing about lately. Do you remember a thing called padding the fuel bill? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, this is honestly and truly drivers out there. And drivers know what I'm talking about. Not every driver knows what Troy's talking about when it comes to padding the fuel bill or selling freight out the back of the trailer, you know, opening up a box and selling one or two items here and there, thinking nobody's going to miss it. I tell you right now, they're watching for that stuff. But padding the fuel bill's a little harder to catch. Uh, but you do get caught. One of the examples, one of the examples is, you're not going to get, you're not going to do this at a big f- a truck stop. But a, a, one example is you, you go in and the guy, it's usually a small mom and pop truck stop. They'll give you money, and you'll run your card for, say, fifty dollars worth of fuel that you never put in, and they'll give you half the money. I know some truck stops that used to do this, personally. I know them. So they'll and they'll do it subtly, thirty bucks, fifty bucks here and there. You swipe your fuel card, and then the guy behind the counter sticks half the other half in his pocket, and the cash goes in yours. And the company loses fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you guys, this is the truth. First off, I hope you get caught. I really do. I, I'm, I'm. This is. One of the reasons why inflation and, and people get bad names and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's very dishonest. There's other tricks that they do with truckers. You know, other truck drivers swipe a card, put stuff in their, in their, in their tank. But the bottom line is you're going to get, I swear you will be caught. And the reason, the reason that's going to happen is because it develops, it, it, it develops a pattern. If you have a good enough accounting department or bean counter, they start noticing that your truck is not getting the fuel mileage that everybody else is getting. And it always happens at certain fuel stations where all of a sudden it seems like you put in extra fuel, but you're not getting the fuel mileage you're supposed to. But I'm telling you, that stuff is going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they really, those things are easy to spot anymore for them. Well, it's, it takes a little bit of time sometimes. I know a lot of a lot of people think that just because you haven't been caught yet, 
that you won't get caught. But I can assure you that it's just a matter of time. And now, what happens when you get caught? You're in trouble. Well, I know, <laughs> I, I know that you're in trouble. I'll tell you what. You get, you get a reference that's almost probably worse than a DUI. Oh, yeah. Misuse of company funds. Well, company theft. That's you. That's me. Company theft. Mm-hmm. And when... There's a lot of companies that will say, for example, they'll hire a felony. But if you have a theft felony, they will not take you. I'll tell you, here's nope. another felony. And it's actually not even a felony, right? Here's another incident that it's going to be really hard for you to get a job. If you have ever lost a load, and what I mean by that is you came back one day and your trailer was stolen, an entire trailer, 99% of the times they're looking at the driver. They're looking at you being involved in that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times these guys, oh, I left the key in the truck, blah, 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 blah. And they do find that a lot of these guys are involved in it. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is leave the key in the truck. We'll do the rest, driver, and we'll give you your money. Well, I'm telling you, once you get that reference that you were involved in, a, I used to work for a company. If a driver applied and he had lost a load, had a truck stolen five years ago, 10 years ago, and they find out about it, they won't hire that guy. Well, it's no different when you're padding the fuel bill. You're stealing fuel, you're selling stuff out the back. Once they catch you, and that goes on your reference, on your DAC or on your hire rate, mm-hmm. you're done. Nobody, There's not many companies that are going to, even bad companies ain't going to hire you because they know what you're about. Once you get caught stealing off of a trucking company, company theft, you're in a lot of trouble. I seen a guy the other day, just the other day I was talking to this trucking company, and they were telling me how this driver quit right after orientation, right? It was a, they were a local company out in the Midwest. Well, the driver purposely kept the cell phone, the company cell phone. Hmm. So they were making all these attempts to get their company's cell phone back. Couldn't get it back, couldn't get it back. They said they were going to give him like one or two more shots at trying to resolve it. And I think finally the guy did answer. He wouldn't answer the phone and blah, blah, blah. But they were going to put on his reference theft of company property. They were, they were le- legitimately going to put that right on hire right. All because all he might have been pissed off because I forget if he quit or got fired in orientation. Well, actually had completed, I think, their orientation, was ready to start. And this something happened to where he left. Either way, it's companies, it's the company's merchandise. You don't take it. Yeah, there's certain things that if you got pride and you're mad at a company... Swallow your pride, drivers, because I could assure you there's certain references, and this is really what I want to talk about, padding the fuel bill, selling freight out the back, taking something. Um, some drivers try to quit a job by and, and time it to where they can take a $200 cash advance All right, after they quit on purpose, after they get paid their paycheck and then try to snag an extra couple hundred dollars that they don't have to pay back. But they still end up getting in trouble for it. That's you, you know, did you know that most trucking companies 
when you have like an extended time off, and even some have have a policy when you're home, say for the weekend or every other week, they they automatically have your fuel card shut off, just because of that reason. Did you know that? The bad eggs. Well, not even some guys have actually just made a mistake. You know, actually innocently had to like say you got a let's say you got a paycheck today. It's Friday at noon. Your paycheck comes in, right? And let's say you're used to taking cash advance for the week. And so you take the cash advance, and let's say it's a company that doesn't hold back your, your check. So you get paid on a Friday, and then that afternoon, you figure, okay, I'll go to the TA, and I'll get 200 bucks, and I'm all ready for next week. Well, if something happens over the weekend, and you got to quit. And so you quit without notice, which isn't that big of a deal these days. But you forget about the $200. Now. I don't see how you can forget about the $200 when you got an extra 200 cash in your pocket. Well, I'm just saying innocently. It just it, it, This could happen innocently. Like, say you're a trucking company like, say, Swift or J.B. Hunt, where you have thousands of trucks. It could happen a couple times a year. And now the trucking company's out a few thousand dollars on people making a mistake. So they automatically now shut your fuel card off when you're home. Just for the simple reason. Even a guy that innocently took it and had it prepared versus a guy that cunningly says, okay, I'm going to get my paycheck on Friday, then I'm going to hit the cash advance, and I'm going to tell these guys to come pick their truck up or whatever the case is. Well, I'm telling you, guys, for 200 extra dollars or whatever the heck it is, you cannot beat the damage the trucking company will do to your reputation for 200 bucks. It's not worth the 200. It's my not point. worth it. It's really not. Mm-mm. So anyways, let this be a lesson to everybody. Do things right out there. Treat your trucking company like it's your own trucking company. Don't shit where you eat. And that's just a fact. Never do that. You know, you might think, well, I'm not going to be eating here much longer. Well, I'm talking about the hel- the entire trucking industry. Don't shit where you eat. The trucking industry is what feeds you. Mm-hmm. That that CDL in your pocket is like a it's like a degree to some guys. And the best thing you can do is do what's right at every trucking company. And when you have freight, don't even consider when some guy says, "Hey, man, can we? I could break the seal and put that seal back on. I can mimic that seal." Hey, can you sell me some fuel? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? I'm just saying. If you're a person that's going to constantly be thinking of ways to screw a person out of something, don't you think that because you are that way that people can do that to you? I mean, you're not above it. I mean, if you're really a person that's going to be constantly doing that, they say it's karma or whatever you want to call it. It does come back around. If you're a person that's going to be just untruthful and and nasty and so forth, it's going to come around to you. If you're a person, that, it, it might not come back that same way. It can come back in a, in a totally different way. If you're a person that's stealing, well, if you have a wife at home, she could be cheating. You know, it's coming back to you. If you're an untruthful person, it's going to come back. Look, there's a scripture that says, how can two people walk together unless they agree? The reason I'm bringing this up is because, like you just said, if you're a person that's thinking of cunning ways to steal or rip people off, that means you hang around with those kind of people. Mm -hmm. 
How do I know that? Well, two people can't walk together unless they agree. My ex, before you and I met, I just want to say this little story. I had a son with the, my first girlfriend, and I was never married before. And he used to get into trouble a lot. And they, they, were, they moved around the country. And she said to me the, the one day, he always finds the bad crowd or the bad crowd finds him. And I looked at her and I said, have you ever thought to yourself, maybe he is the bad crowd? People can travel a thousand miles from their home and say, I'm going to start a new life. But you're always going to find the same kind of friends or the same kind of life you left behind because you are who you are. Mm -hmm. So to back up your point, if you're screwing somebody, most likely those people that are also devious that you hang around with, somebody's screwing you. Mm -hmm. Or maybe your old lady or whatever the case is, somebody's screwing up somewhere and it's always somebody's trying to get ahead of you. So my point is do the right thing, guys. Treat a trucking company like it's your own. Don't crap all over your CDL. You're going to need it in the future. And for a couple bucks, it isn't worth it. Ruthann, what do we got? Rev. Want to talk about Rev? The insurance specialist. Rev, Rev Insurance, they're, they work with truckers. They know truckers. And again, the reason they know truckers is because it's all they work with. Right. That's all they do is they work with the trucking, anybody that deals with the trucking industry. So it's anything that, that if you're a driver and you need insurance-wise, they will help you get it. I say with Rev, like I do with every other trucking product that wants us to put their commercial on our podcast, our drivers are very important to us, our audience. Mm-hmm. And... We want to. We want them to get a good, a good product. Well, Rev tells us that that a lot of times, many times, most times, they can take a driver, an owner operator, a small fleet owner, and run them through their stuff, and and say, hey, you're spending. I'm just going to use this number, ten thousand a year, right? Which is usually a lot more. We can get it down to eight. Mm-hmm. So to me, I say prove it. Pick up the telephone and call these guys and tell them, here's my situation. Here's my license number. Can you run it? Can you save me money? Because everything helps these days. Mm-hmm. Why not? They, in fact, they say you're supposed to, you're supposed to double check your, your own and personal insurance companies every two, three years because they start jacking you up. Their number is in. 888? No, it's not 888. Oh, I'm sorry. 800. <laughs> I'm looking right at it. 800. She's looking at the wall. <laughs> 800-347-5373. Call Rev today and find out if, if they're going to hold up to their word and get you cheaper insurance. It's 800-347-5373. Ruth Ann, next topic. Throw it at me. Volvo's on strike. <laughs> <laughs> she, I know some people are going, ah! <laughs> Just like, but, No, but there's a lot of people that love Volvos. I like Volvos. They're a very comfortable truck. Yeah, I do. I think they're comfortable. Okay, what am I out of the Pete Club now or what? Huh? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Just I like I'm telling you, I like Volvos. One of my f- first over the road truck that I ever had when I worked for Great Coastal was a Volvo. And that thing rode like a Cadillac. I'm telling you, man, when I got in the Freightliner, I was like, man, I missed the Volvo. Believe me. 
Anyways, so I got a little article here. It says the United Auto Workers Union went on strike. This was last Saturday. At, they've been on strike basically six, seven days now at the Volvo Trucks North America New River Valley, which is in Virginia, uh, the uh, truck assembly plant. Another, another significant hurdle in truck production that was already facing headwinds from supply chain shortages. It says uh, Vice President and General Manager Frankie Marchand noted the company was surprised and disappointed that the UAW decided to strike, adding that progress was being made in negotiation with the union. And we had offered substantial increases in our employees' compensation. Dun, 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 dun. Well, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, Mr. Marchand. Because mm-hmm. they obviously said, and I think what they did was they actually postponed it a month, if you read on. So think about this now. I think it's like 20-some hundred workers walked out. We should go up there and video that. You That's know a that? lot of workers. I should go up there and get them on, on video, get them on interview. That'd, that'd be a nice little drive. What? How many hours is it from Florida up there to Virginia? It's got to be. Like mm, 10? No way. No way it's more than that. Because I believe... It's no, it's yeah. It's, it's well, look, I have the land speed record going from Florida to Pennsylvania. Well, South Carolina was it? South or North Carolina is the halfway point, and that's like eight hours. Right. I think it's Charlotte is the halfway point when we go up. If we go um, ninety-five to twenty-six to seventy-seven 77. to eighty-one, but my guess is they're probably over off of ninety-five. Would be my guess. I'm going to say it's got to be twelve hours. I'm going to say. Mm. Okay. I'll bet. Maybe. I'm going to guess around 12. Okay. Okay. So, we'd love to go up there and video the strike, interview a couple of those guys. But here's my thing. I'm not going to tell you if I'm pro-union or not. I was in the union when I was when I drove for Lentz. But then I was also not in the union. So, but here's, what, here's what's going on. First off, my advice to Volvo, pay them. You're right now in crazy times where trucks are in so demand and you guys are losing your tail by halting production. Mm-hmm. I mean it. Like Peterbilt and all. And to be honest with you, all the other manufacturers are so backed up right now with orders. Everybody's behind because of last year on the COVID. Everything got stopped. So... <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. No, I was like looking at you like, what? I just said, yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not responding. That's good, right? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm doing my job over here, <laughs> smiling. Throwing in, throwing in every now and then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ruthann's job, uh-huh, yeah, yep. That's she's, how I talk all the time to <laughs> She's the uh-huh girl. She's like backup singer. <laughs> she's the doo-wopper, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Italian. All right. <laughs> That's funny. So so anyway, so uh, th- even though there's a couple thousand workers that walked out, do you know how much that actually hurts the industry? Well, it hurts them a lot because yeah. those, you know, few thousand workers, that they do a lot in a day. It's not all ran by machines. Well, I'm just saying, but it also affects people that are making parts for that plant. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a motor plant. The, the motor part of the plant is in Maryland. And the last strike was like seven, eight years ago. And they struck for, I think, 28 days or something like that. 
And in that 28 days, they had to start laying people off at, at other plants that supplied to these guys because Volvo was their main deal that they were making parts for, and they got backed up to where they couldn't do nothing. Because you never know how long these strikes will last. Some strikes can last for a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I highly doubt that it will. I mean, the GM said they offered... That's 2,900 workers right there. Uh, it, the GM said they offered the money. Apparently, it wasn't enough. I wonder what a I wonder what a Volvo. Google it. What does a guy work at working at the Volvo plant make now on the assembly line? That's a good one. Find that out. I'd like to know. Uh, I'm going to see if we can approve the pay raise right here on Talk CDL for the Volvo workers. Right then. Now, keep in mind, Mister Volvo people, if you're making too much. We're going to cut your pay. No. <laughs> what do you got? Is there an answer? Well, I mean, there's got to be an answer. I have to make Should sure be able I to Google it. that. What is a Volvo guy making? Well, well, it says the average employee at Volvo Cars of North America earns a yearly salary of 68544 but I don't think that's the... No, that's uh, look. It's the plant in Virginia. Look that up. What does a Volvo semi truck assembly worker make here? Let me tell you. Let me just tell you where the plant's actually at. The Volvo Group heavy duty assembly line of the engine in American North near Let's see here. Um, going back, going back. Okay, Dublin, Virginia. D U B L I N. Dublin, Virginia plant. What does the average guy, and it was 2008, by the way, when they had that strike before. What are they making? Six, 70 grand is respectable for being home. Average Volvo assembler hourly pay in the United States is approximately $19.59, which is 49% above the national average. Okay, here's my opinion on that, okay? Because I see truck drivers that are getting 23 to 25 bucks an hour in a lot of cities. And I believe they're underpaid, too. If a Volvo guy is getting $19 an hour and they're 49% over the average while the man is getting richer at the top, look at the prices of these things. I would say Volvo can afford to pay these guys a lot more than 19 bucks an hour. You're darn tootin'. Tootin'? Tootin'. No, I'm serious. I, I Here's mean the that. thing. Everybody worries about the... How much is a, how much is a 2 by 4 now? Too much. How about those Home Depot people and, and Lowe's? What are they paying their workers? They deserve a rate. I mean, if you just took a, an average two by four from from four bucks to nine bucks and, no, no, a, and a, 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 a sheet of plywood to sixty dollars, you better be paying your damn workers thirty bucks an hour. Home Depot is owned by themselves, owned I, by well, the, their I, I own know. employees. I'm but just using they, them as they get me irritated when they you go in there and you ask a question. How many times did I call them the other day? Okay. So I'm just trying to make a point. Maybe it's our area. But anyways, they do deserve more money, but... 19 bucks an hour is not a lot. Here's I don't the think. thing. They should be also glad. I don't want to say... I'm trying to think how to word it properly, but I'm not going to... It's just going to come out. Let it out, baby. How many assembly lines anymore are machines? So when you're, when you're earning, uh, if you're actually working and you're or earning 49% higher than another person... You should be darn glad you're got a job because these assembly lines half the time they they use machines now to you make half the equipment. I know, but there's still 2900 people working in that plant. I, all I'm saying is 
first off, at the prices that people are paying for new Volvos, look, look see what a new VNL 2022 Volvo is going for. I would probably guess 180 to 190. I, mean, I could be wrong. I know a Freightliner is going for like 145, 150 right now. I think a T680 is about the same. But tell me, tell me what a a brand new 2022 VNL is going for. V, VNL Volvo um, 860. It's an 860 VNL. I think that's what the model is. I am curious myself because for two hundred thousand dollars or one hundred eighty thousand or whatever the heck it is, anything that's one hundred and fifty thousand that's going to last five six years, personally, is a lot of money. And the guy that's getting nineteen bucks an hour, I think that's a joke for two thousand twenty-two. You know, sixty-eight thousand dollars is not a lot of money to to raise a family on these days. What do you got? Well, evidently. It's not letting me what? pick out that one. You just look for the cost. Cost of uh, 2022. Here, let me try this. 2000, 2022, 22 Volvo. Okay, I'm doing a one finger type. VNL. No, 860 there. price. Right there it is. Let's see. Okay. Um, bump, 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 bump. Okay. What is the price of a Volvo truck? Uh, definitely not that one. Let me see. see I'm here. getting I'm not even actually getting like straight answers. Well, of course you're not. Okay, let's see. A Volvo 2022. Here's a truck paper. Okay, here we go. All right, let's see what do we got? Da, 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 da. Where's the price? It would be pretty embarrassing if we couldn't find a price on this. I'm oh, telling you. Here, contact us. Contact us. Contact us. Okay, wait. We're going to find this now. I'm determined. I am. I'm, I'm. I am really. I'm really curious to see what a 22 goes for. Um. Um. 2000. Well, here. 2022 Volvo VNL. Now this is a call for price. Well, it is what it is. Call for price. Call for price. <laughs> just saying. Which is yeah. not getting anything. Yeah. Gee, it's a big secret. They. I guess they don't want you to fall over on the internet. Okay, let's let's look and see here. Volvo truck sales new and used. Request price. This is really Okay, here's disgusting. a two, here's a 2022 VNL 142,000. Here's a tw- a 2022 call for price. 22s call for price, call for price, call for price. 22. So there's a 20 that's 100 and about 143,000. Okay? Truthfully, well, ch- try a 2021. See if there's any even around. I'm trying 21. Yeah. And it's not letting me get anywhere. All right, I'm gonna let me try 21. Oh, you tried 21 or 22? 21, because I didn't get anywhere with 22s. Yeah. See. All right. Let's see what we got here. 21. How much does a new semi truck cost? See, it's showing 130 to 200 thousand is the average price right now. What is the price of a Volvo truck? That's not VNL sleeper for sale. Here's one for sale. Let's see if there's. I, I'm just really just curious. I'm going to guess a new Volvo is 170 to 190. That's going to be my new guess. Yeah, see, I'm not getting anything either here. Well, it is what it is. No matter how you look at it, the prices. Okay, here, what's this one here? Yeah. Oh. 
Okay, so we found a 2020 for 142. So I would guess a 2020. How many miles were on that 2020? I don't know, but I don't think it really is pertinent right now. It's not. It's kind of annoying that. Okay, so let's go back to these guys that are making 19 bucks an hour. You're putting out, say, a $170,000 truck. Okay? Mm-hmm. The last strike they had was in 2008. Now, they probably had increases since then because that's usually in the negotiation. You're going to get to this wage, and then over the next years, you're going to go up the, up and up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll renegotiate when the time comes. So Volvo says, well, we're going to just go ahead and offer you this much. So the chairman's saying, we offered them money. But what did you really offer them? At this, I'm just saying, th- there's been such a jump in the cost of living just in the last year. Mm-hmm. We were talking to, the, I was talking to, a, I listening, I shouldn't say talking, I was overheard a Walmart guy talking to another Walmart guy last night when I was in Walmart. Really? Obviously. It's where, <laughs> you, it's where you find Walmart people. So anyways, he was saying one of the reasons why there's so many shortages, people are out of things. Ammo. Look at just tractor trailers, the trailers. You, you, there's a two-year waiting list right now for a brand-new trailer. Mm-hmm. Every, because the COVID last year backed everything up so bad. And then here's what you don't realize. There's a lot of people that have been getting home deliveries from Walmart and, and those stores. So even though you don't see a million people in Walmart, there's a lot of people. Be, and they're taking up the supplies. They're ordering, like, as stuff as it comes in. It's already pre-ordered and prepaid. So... That's why a lot of times you don't see something on the shelf that you're looking for if there's a shortage of it because the guys at home are already ordering it prepaid. Mm-hmm. So that's that's killing the stockpile uh, on everything that we have. And now you look at Volvo, their cost to, to, to manufacture a truck has gone up. Well, you're going to have to come up with some scratch for your workers. That's, that's why I look at it. Pay them. It, you know what? Forget clowning around with these guys. You're going to lose in the long run when you when you have a lot of trucks that could have been made that are now going to Peterbilt mm-hmm. or to Kenworth. Right. So I'm just saying, you know who their sister company is? Is Mac. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Volvo's so, sister company is Mac? Yeah, or brother company. One of the two. It's a sister. So anyways. You got a word of the... Hey, how about J.J. Keller? J.J. Keller, 888-601-2017. J.J. Keller is very important. I'm going to tell you why J.J. Keller is probably super important right now. Because there's never been a better time to become an owner-operator. I mean this sincerely. They're begging. Uh, I'm, I'm, let's do two commercials here, for really back-to-back. Because it really go to, they go together. Right. Right now, J.J. Keller will help you become an owner-operator. They'll keep an eye on all your paperwork. They'll keep you in order. They'll on your audits. You'll be happy that you had JJ Keller. The service is very affordable. These people are. It's like hiring a secretary for your business. If you pick up the phone and call JJ Keller, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. It'll keep that. It'll keep all the pesty little paperwork in order that you hate to do. At the end of the year, you're going, "Oh, did I file this? Did I file that?" JJ Keller will take care of it all. Eight 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 six zero one two zero one seven. Now. Like I just said, you, there's no better time to be an owner-operator right now, Ruthann. Right. And so with that being said, we have a new sponsor here. And who are they? Ray Logistics? Ray Logistics. Uh, R-E-Y. R-E-Y. Ray Logistics. Now, 
why Ray Logistics? Well, if you, go to J- if you go to J.J. Keller, they help you become an owner-operator. Ray Logistics has so many perks, it's crazy. I'm telling you that what's, I still think about that one perk. Once you hit, what is it, 30000 30000 you get an additional fifteen. Once you've earned $30,000, they give you a $15,000 bonus. Yeah, that's and then when, so cool. Right, and <laughs> every time you earn $30,000, you get another $15,000 bonus. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? This ain't a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. So as an owner-operator, if you're grossing... I don't know if if you gross just one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for the year, that's four bonuses of fifteen thousand. That's fifteen, 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 and fifteen. That's sixty thousand dollars in bonus. It, it, you, you guys, you can't. And, and it's dry van. It's not flatbed. It's not reefer. Ray Logistics is actual dry van. They got a lot more perks, fuel cards, everything. And of course, obviously, as you're, if you're an owner operator, it's no force dispatch. Join the Ray Logistics. Ray Logistics. Yes, R E Y. R E Y Ray Logistics. Pick up the phone, and again, these people are new to us. They sound good. I like the perks. If you're an owner operator and you're looking to do something, I don't know what the home time and all so they may have something sweet for you, regional or whatever the case is. Pick up the phone and call these people, and talk to them about all their perks and lease your truck on with them. And I guarantee, well, I can't guarantee it, but I would always I would tell you that to do exactly what we tell you to do with every one of our sponsors, go and prove, have them prove to you that you know that they should be able to back up what they're saying. I mean, I think those bonuses are amazing. I say pick up the phone and go lease on the Ray and let us let us know with everybody JJ Keller Rev NCI Ray Logistics. Let us know. Send a lot of people send us stuff. Let us know for real if these guys are really good. It really helps when we have testimonials also. Right. Ray Logistics phone number is one eight three three R E Y L O G S. Is there a phone number right there with it? All right. Ray Logistics phone number is one eight three three seven three nine five six four seven. Say it again. Eight three three seven three nine five six four seven. Sounds great. Guys, pick up the phone. Call every one of them. National Carriers, Rev, J.J. Keller, and now Ray Logistics. Give them a call if you're an owner-operator. If you're a company driver, give NCI a call. Ruthann, do you have a word of the day or you want to wrap it up? No, I have a word of the day. You always have the word of the day, girl. Of course I do. It never works, but you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Here she Here's goes. You got the bubble-headed bleach bomb. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. All right, go ahead. What is it? Betide. Betide. We got to turn that up. Let me turn up the mic. We can catch it. Hold on. You ready? Let me catch it a little higher. Oh, the mic is up. Good. Betide. 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 Spell it. B-E-T-I-D-E. Betide. Betide. Okay. What's the definition? Happen. Literary. Or happen to someone. So... The couple promised to remain loyal to each other, whatever events may betide them, whatever mm. may happen. Sounds like old English. Um, it is Middle English. Do-do. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.